Hello and welcome to another episode of the Go Play That podcast. My name is Rob Cook and I'm joined by Bob Morate. Hello everyone. And Tom Wolford. Hello. <laughs> and it's a nice sunny summer day in Madrid. How is it for you there in Dusseldorf, Bob? It's uh, getting sunny now, but it was raining like half an hour ago. Oh. So it's just regular German summer. I wouldn't mind a bit of rain here and there. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. It's out here. Uh, yeah, Tom, how's it going? In Lon- it's English in London. <laughs> Grey, <laughs> Grey as far as the eye can see. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds marvelous. <laughs> it's lovely. <laughs> um, speaking of summer, uh, the Olympics are ongoing. I've been watching uh, women's rugby and all the different forms of fencing. Uh, oh, I've been watching a bit of fencing. Yeah, that's that's a fun one. That is the stabbing people with swords and not selling stolen goods, right? Yeah, 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 okay. exactly. <laughs> um, like Monkey Island, but without the insults. Yes. <laughs> well, depend, depending on the athlete. But um, they, yeah, they, keep, they make the arena look nice and futuristic. It's pretty, it's pretty cool to watch, like glowing helmets, and it's cool. Um, I had that. I went to the doctors, though. <laughs> got that sorted out, yeah? Yeah. Um, Penicillin, right as rain. All this to say <laughs> <laughs> that... Um, Overwatch got updated with some some cool new gear and a new brawl mode, I think it was, um, called Lucio Ball, which just looks a lot like Rocket League to me. Um, I haven't had the time to play it myself, so I'm going to throw it over to Bob, followed by Tom, to give us some some hands-on thoughts with with that mode that they've introduced for a limited time. Uh, yeah, all right. To, all right. Um, I've been playing over the past week. I've been playing over the weekend with with Stu and with Earl mm-hmm. a, a few rounds. Uh, it's it's pretty much just what you said. It would be like Rocket League, but instead of using cars, you would be using Lucio. And instead of shooting each other like you do in Overwatch, you just push a ball around and try to score on the other on the other team's goal. Sure. It's a three versus three mode, so no full parties, no six versus six like it regularly is. Is it six or is it five? I can remember. Um, six. Six, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> 75 <laughs> yeah, hours yeah. into the game, he can't remember how many people are on his team. <laughs> yeah, and the worst part is that I finished a few rounds like 20 minutes ago. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I just don't pay attention to that thing, I guess. Anyway, yeah, it's a fun mode. It's a fun little mode. It, it's a, a breath of fresh air into the variation that Overwatch has. It's, it's just I'm, I was a bit tired of shooting everyone all the time. but And, and uh, Lucio Ball is definitely something different to do within overwatch and uh the good side about it is that the matches are really short so in like 10 minutes you can easily get the xp that you will get on a regular quick play match and level up a lot faster which is a pretty good incentive to get the the summer crates Mm. loot boxes so if you level up faster then you get more lookers and and it's very limited stuff that is there so it's good but yeah um we we did like it. Uh, Stu and Earl have loved it, and they've played it every day, several times with different people, with randoms. As for me, I liked it, but I think I personally find Rocket League to be better. Because, yeah, I mean, may- maybe it's just because Rocket League spoiled me up in this. Yeah, 
odd football with cars and silly things, you know? Yeah. That that you plant Lucio Ball at me, and I think, yeah, well, this is just Rocket League, but with Overwatch characters, which is all right, but I prefer Rocket League. Well, yeah, or, or the like, general, or the, you know, the standard matches, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's still still fun to play for a while. But I'd rather play regular Overwatch, vanilla Overwatch, like Deathmatch and, and shooting things, than constantly playing Lucy Ball. And I'm pretty sure that if Earl those two are hearing this, they're probably going to melt. Cause, cause, yeah, they, they seem play. to like it a lot more than, than me and you, don't they? Yeah, yeah. They, they like it, definitely like it more than, than you and me. But I've, I've heard them say that they like it better than Rocket League, even. So maybe maybe it's because they're bored of Rocket League, or maybe it's because just, they just find it more accessible well, or fun. Even the um, the game isn't hundred percent inspired by by Rocket League. Um, no, it the, has. The, the, it has a couple of modifiers. The things, well, you know? the aesthetics of it for sure. Like the ball looks the same. The trail on the ball, the the arena shape and and size is all even the color scheme. Yeah, it's all reminiscent of Rocket League, but it's. Um, it's a kind of modifier that has been available in in PC shooters for for a long time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm not saying that they ripped off Rocket League because Rocket League was a ripoff itself, so to speak. I mean, sure. it's something that was done before. Yeah, they just perfected it, I guess. <laughs> I, I was just very surprised by given Overwatch's very identifiable style. Mm. Like Overwatch doesn't look like well, you could level some sort of team fortressy accusations at it, but it looks very strong in terms of character design, color schemes, things like this. Yeah, um, it was really weird to see that the arena was what I because I'm not familiar familiar with these, uh, you know, these earlier shooter, you know, mods. For mm-hmm. me, it just jumped out and said, "Hey, hey, we're over, uh, we're Rocket League." Yeah, you when know? when they had the announcement trailer for it, I thought it was a collaboration effort, which would be completely out of sorts um, for for a Blizzard title. Um, but it definitely looked like they had collaborated and and were releasing See, something as as a as a you know as a unit, um, and that we'd end up seeing some some Overwatch stuff in Rocket League or something like that. But but that's that's not happened. Um, but yeah, no. I, I haven't had the time to to play it myself. Tom, you've been you've played a, a small amount on PS4, right? I've I've been yeah, I played a bit on the console, um, and it didn't strike me as anything amazing. Hmm. The first the first thing that I felt, I think maybe because my brain was trying to directly compare it to Overwatch, uh, not to Overwatch, sorry, to Rocket, Rocket League, League yeah. is it was really slow. Okay, yeah. Like Lucio is one of the quickest characters in Overwatch. You see the instant burst of speed that he gives when he uses his his power ups. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even to you know, like the slower characters in the game, you get Roadhog powered by a Lucio, and and it's pretty menacing. What I felt about this, I don't know if it was the size of the pitch or because everybody's Lucio, so you have no context, right? Or whether my brain was directly saying I should be in a rocket car hurtling across the sky right now. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't feel as good to me. And you didn't have that verticality that you have in Rocket League. So you have this big arena with massive curved walls and you don't have the ability to go up them. There are some jump pads, but it's not the same as wall riding necessarily. Yeah. But yeah, there are some jump pads that you can go over. And then um, 
you you use your sort of blast from your loudspeaker to to push the ball, or you can melee it, and then and then there's one more thing. Oh yeah, the if you max out your ultimate, then that magnetizes the ball, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, it it drags the ball towards right. you, so you can set up some nice plays. I don't know. I've, I haven't got deep enough into the tactics. I just felt like that first round. And, and again, you said about the XP, Bob. I came away, we lost like 3-2. Mm-hmm. And I came away with about 700 XP. Really? Yeah, it was just nothing. It was like, a, you know, an eight-minute match and I came away with basically no XP. What? Yeah. That, that's completely different on PC. We get like 1.5 or 2,000 XP, really? even if we lose. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know if it was just a glitch because I played it on literally like the first minute it came out. Mm. Mm-hmm. The patch was was updated on my PS4. I was like, "Wait, let's go give it a go." The thing I do like a bit more, and which I know is generating a tiny bit of controversy, is the uh, Olympic loot crates. Yeah, what's the controversy uh, the tro- there? The controversy is that if you don't get them through playing, you have to buy them. Yeah, you mean buy. Still buying the blind boxes, you can't. You yeah, can't but buy, you can't buy them with in-game currency. So you can't buy the items like you can with the vanilla content. Exactly, mm. you have to actually go to the store, buy blind boxes, and, and hope, hope that, yeah, that you don't get a duplicate. <laughs> which is which is something that we did actually <laughs> last week. We we purchased a few boxes and and yeah, while while Earl and I were waiting for Steve to come over, we we just purchased a package of twenty four loot boxes. <laughs> And we, yeah, we've because been opening them up. You guys have got more money than sense, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I kind of like the skins that they show because they have really, really exclusive skins and poses and highlight intros and yeah, all those things. And and I got a nice batch of stuff, and Earl got another bunch of stuff that he's really good at. But the one that he really wants and the one that I really want is the same one: the the tracer skin. Oh yeah, the sprinter. Yes, tracer sprinter skin that has the. The Union Jack uh, as a cape and has the national colors. Mm-hmm. I got the other one. I got the orange one, which is also cool, but not as cool. <laughs> I'm just so, looking yeah. for the Zarya skin. Zarya is <laughs> growing on me in in all ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the one I really want because because I'm also growing on Zarya as well. Is I really really like her to play her later. Mm. Although you know, being that she's supposed to be a Russian weightlifter, and I think they're all banned. <laughs> if I'm correct, like all the Russian weightlifters are banned from the uh, Olympics this year. I had no idea. Mm. Mm. I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> seems like the most dubious tie-in. Like, hey, you too can dress <laughs> like a disgraced athlete. Earl <laughs> <laughs> has gone as far to say, "I'm going to wait until the last day of the event, and if I don't have the skin by then, I will keep buying lock boxes until I get it." <laughs> I don't know if he'll do it or not. That sounds like a fantastic idea. Yeah, I think that, that should be a stream. If you, if I think you we should film him unboxing yeah. and just watch the disappointment grow. Open all the log boxes that, and get him. That needs to happen. Let's. We should happen. get to him. What was it? The twenty second or the twenty first of August? Twenty second of August is the last. Okay. Day, okay. Yeah. Let's get to him, and he, he might let's, not let's be available. Go fund me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's all right. I can ask him for these account details. And sure. Yeah. <laughs> Give me access to your money. <laughs> Just sign this I'm... piece of paper that says that we'll keep going until you've got it. <laughs> <laughs> and even so, I may miss it. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be opening like crazy here. So. <laughs> Wait, a duplicate? Nobody called Uh-oh. me out. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. 
Well, it can't. It can't be worse than the uh, the Chinese athlete that spent three thousand seven hundred pounds on Pokemon Go. Oh yeah, I read about that. Yeah, because of the roaming services, huh? Exactly. Right, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Good effort. But yeah, yeah. so I, I've played a bit of Lucio Ball. It's it's not grabbed me. Mm. Um, it's it's good that they're still throwing fresh content out there. Yeah, you know, I don't know exactly what plan Blizzard have for the duration, but I mean, obviously, they're still pumping content into Team Fortress, and that's is that Blizzard? That's not Blizzard. I'm uh, no, that's Valve. Yeah, that's yeah. The... I mean, um, World of Warcraft. Yeah, it's been a long day at work today. Yeah, um, Legion's still... out this month, is it, Bob? Even yeah, this week oh, even. Christ, all right. I think it may be next week. I can't remember, but yeah, he's one of these. All right. So yeah, I don't think we have to worry about Overwatch going anywhere fast. Yeah. As long as it doesn't, I think the thing that we we need to be looking at is that it doesn't become, as you were saying, Rob, mm. uh, sort of a bit bloated like Rocket League has. Yeah. So the there was a trailer for some brawl, something called brawl for for Rocket League, and they're basically adding weapons uh goofy goofy weapons that allow you to um they seem to be geared towards either knocking opponents out of the way or getting onto the ball and getting better control with it um like you can like just cause style grappling hook towards the ball in the air uh spike so that it sticks to your car and you can just drive into the to the goal, like a that's my kind of weapon. Like Screw a, accurate. Seems to me, yeah. it seems to be that they are going a bit too much into the Mario Kart direction. Um, it's all well and good, but I like when I looked at that game, uh, kind of loses its identity. Doesn't yeah, it? yeah, a little bit. Like it would, it would be like it's still the same. Like the core of the of the gameplay is that you need to score. You know, sh- shoot the ball into the net. It's not like it's just a deathmatch arena. Like. I don't think they should ever get to the point where it's just a team uh, deathmatch like Twisted Metal Arena. Like that, they should definitely mm. keep the core of scoring goals like a football game. Um, but yeah, it doesn't. It, it's not drawing me in. None of the none of the big expansions have really uh, drawn me in for Rocket League. Like I had my time with it, and and then other games came out. It's it's, it's kind of harsh. Um, no. But yeah, I, I'm not sure about that, and and that could definitely happen to Overwatch. They could get to a point where, and they probably will. They'll get to a point where there are way more characters than a new player is able to comprehend. Like you know, when we go and look at actually no, when, seven. <laughs> when we when we look at a MOBA and you see all those different characters, once you once you get and understand the game, it's really exciting that there are so many characters to to learn. Yeah. But, Lots of synergies to this color. Yeah, exactly. And that, that, I'm looking forward to, to that era of Overwatch. But yeah, they definitely need to, every, at every point, be careful not to, to bloat the, the core experience and, and, and still be making content with, with the sort of core concepts in mind, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, any, any other thoughts on Overwatch before we move over to, to what, what, uh, what Bob's been playing? Uh, he went a bit uh, <laughs> Skrillex there on us. <laughs> but um, no, that's it. I haven't really played a lot this last two weeks. Okay. Um, we kind of limited ourselves to to weekend work on on the PS4 crew because <laughs> that seems to be where the where the weaker teams come out to play. Yeah. So you don't end up losing so much ranking. Like I've lost a lot of ranking in week nights. Okay. 
Um, so we've decided it, it just seems to be like you can go on a much more impressive win streak at the weekend for some reason. Right, because the, the skill level is diluted. Yeah, I think I think so many more people who maybe don't have the time or the dedication through the week, they come out to play and they haven't played in a while. Yeah. But yeah, I've been busy the last couple of weekends, so really it's been... You know, I played the couple of games of Overwatch uh, of Lucio Ball, and that's that's it. Right. Okay. So I think we. I, mean, can move I think on. I think when it comes to Lucio Ball, both our opinions match. I mean, it's okay. It's nice to have. It's fun for a while. Doesn't really change my. It doesn't really strike me as something that Overwatch must have. Right. But it's fun for a while because it will it will nice disappear, variation. and and I think that's yeah. what makes it uh, special and and good is that you want to yeah, jump yeah, yeah. in and, and give it a go, and I I haven't touched it yet so um i'll get to it this week before it disappears i was i was watching a developer's video before from from blizzard that was explaining the summer event and the lucio ball and everything and they mm. said that they were using the the summer event pretty much just to test out the seasonal content okay because just like they do on world of warcraft hearthstone or heroes of the storm they do like seasons and events based on christmas halloween or whatever you name it and they want to try that out see how it works with with Overwatch, sure, and they want to include seasonal content in in Overwatch, and and Lucio Ball is kind of a, a way for them to know whether people are interested in in this kind of different variation of modes sure, yeah. that is just not shoot yourself in your face. And then they'll see, uh, they'll wonder, it, do we yeah. make the right move by um, not allowing you to buy individual items? And then they'll see all the money that Bob and Earl have been putting in, and they'll go definitely. <laughs> yeah, you're going to really <laughs> skew the statistics. <laughs> nah, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Um, El might, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He might. We'll stay tuned on that one. All right, Bob, yeah. um, let's let's continue with you. What else you, have you been playing? Um, I've been playing, over the past week, I've been playing Rebel Galaxy on the PlayStation 4. Because okay. it's uh, it's one of the PlayStation Plus games, and, and uh, when, when Tom tried it out, he said that he was not very impressed by it. Right. And and I just watched a couple of videos on YouTube just to see what kind of game it was. And um, uh, at a glance, it looks like some sort of... not. It's not really a space simulator, of course, but it kind of looks like a space exploration slash RPG slash... Have you ever played uh, a game called Freelancer? I haven't, but I have, I have played some Rebel Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, Freelancer was, was pretty much the same concept but in a more open environment so you can really uh, turn around and in any axis and explore all the way right but but rebel galaxy kind of works the comparison that i want to make it would be like assassin's creed black flag Mm -hmm. meets elite dangerous right so you're or or star citizen or you know name your space explorer no man's sky whatever because you can you can um avoid combat and just do trading right yeah you can avoid combat but it's gonna be really hard for you to do because everyone in this galaxy hates you apparently <laughs> everyone well, they're pirates right go from point I, a to point b i don't need a video game for that <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> exactly so i've got real life already for that exactly so. <laughs> but yeah you cannot go from point a to point b on the same sector without without getting assaulted three two or three times by pirates and the moment that you encounter, they will immediately start attacking. Mm. And well, you can fight, you can fight back, but 
it's some time that you waste. You get absolutely nothing from fighting them because there's no experience points or levels or anything. They may they may have something on their cargo holds that you can loot later. Sure. But ninety percent of the times, this is not going to be the case. Sure. So it's not you're not feeding into a level. You're feeding into stuff that you can sell uh, to get yeah. better armor, weapons, to get better equipment, yeah. outfit your ship with better shields, better hull plates, or bigger guns, or you name it. Sure. And and the combat itself is kind of like naval warfare, like uh, broadside weapons, uh, str- strafing, yes. which is really something that I did not expect, and I welcome. Because it's it's something that I well I personally like very much Assassin's Creed ship naval right. combat you know so encountering that this would work more or less the same way it was quite nice for me the game doesn't do a very good job in explaining it to you though yeah so it, it kinda, blew it it basically stopped me from enjoying the game yeah I mean you need to invest a little bit of your time into trying to figure out exactly how is the optimal way of fighting. And it's not very good telling you, like, okay, so broadside weapons, you have to use them on these situations against these kind of ships. But if you have a fighter flying around, then you have to switch over to the turrets yeah. and let the ultra-fire take them out. Yeah, it really doesn't tell you too much. Um, I yeah. don't know whether that is because, whether that's intentionally expecting you to pick it up as you go, or if that's an oversight. And, and um, I felt similar to Tom when I gave it a go. I have it on PC. Uh, I picked it up in a Steam sale a while ago and I, I played maybe maybe 90 minutes. Um, and yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of different systems. Um, it's very open. Like from the start, you're picking, you're able to pick which mission to go on and you're having conversations in the different um, civilized locations and, and then you go and fly out somewhere and, and, and complete a mission or just, you know, move stuff from from a to b and yeah and yeah, yeah it's, it, you, you have to feel it out for yourself but it's not exactly dark souls in terms of being uh like a brutal experience it it, it doesn't feel necessarily like that's the intention um i think the problem that i have with it is that sometimes it tells you and sometimes it doesn't so sure. you know sometimes for example you get into a fight and and you see a tutorial message popping up saying these enemies are too strong for you you'd better run okay and then you you do run, but then you expect to be guided like that for the rest of the of the game, so to speak, right? Right. But for for certain key features, certain key problems with the game, like the fighting of fighters, or or that you're supposed to install a tractor beam in order to loot people, all those things are not explained at all. And it it feels a bit odd that the game chooses to tell you just some things, but not all the things. So either one thing or the other. Because I'm okay investing my own time in figuring out exactly what, how to play the game, and how I'm supposed to to deal with yeah. it. Whereas but you tell I me, will go, I will literally just go and play something else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you do yeah, that. of course. I mean that that's that depends on the person. But yeah, if you tell me half truths, then I I will get confused because I don't know if you're deliberately not telling me something or if I am just not even supposed to. Look yeah, at exactly. Your sort of the bar that you now set for what the game considers uh, a standard or moderate compared to something dangerous or needs to warn you about it gets set every those first you know Im- impressions get set and then when something doesn't match that it's it's confusing yeah, yeah. regardless I mean, of that i'm really really enjoying the game so far 
So yeah, I've been playing it for for several hours, maybe three, four okay, hours right cool. now, and uh, I figure out my own my own tactics now. I know that if I want, if I am fighting a capital ship that is somehow big, I can just like aim for the turrets with my small guns, take it out, and then with my broadside gun, I can just ram one of the sides. And of course, they will try to get away and like lob to the other side, so they are so you're facing the other part of the ship. And they will they will get enough time for the shields of the of the starboard to to recover mm. or something. I don't know. So you have positioning is is really important in this game. And once you have that figured out, combats are really exciting. And so far, I'm, I'm I've just started with the story. I made a few side quests. I've made a few mistakes in that actually costed me a lot of money. But but I welcome them because I learn new things about them, from them. You know. Mm. So so yeah, I look forward to play them more. Cool. Maggie's not a big fan though, so <laughs> um she yeah. Any 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 reason for that? Uh, she is um she really likes the music <laughs> because it's very it's very firefly ish. Sure. You know? Yeah, that's definitely what it's going for. Uh Earl immediately turned yeah, off. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, I can tell. I mean I would turn it off if I had another set in mind. I mean if I if I just don't want to to listen to this music or I want to use my own music. Yeah like I regularly do on Space Sims, then then yeah, at least there is the option to completely turn off music, which is great. But yeah, the, the music that the game comes with is pretty good. And Maggie really likes it, but uh, she gets bored of watching me do the same thing over and over. So she doesn't fancy the game that much because she always sees the same. Sure. Yeah, and it's ma- mainly on, on your experience of, of growing as a player rather than something yeah, to I mean, follow i can tell that for someone who is watching the game i'm playing it's going to be an incredibly boring experience right I'm pretty sure that another reason why i didn't stream it because i don't think it's anything that anyone would like to see sure there's a lot of traveling from point a to point b just waiting to get there because i'm hyperspeed yeah but i'm not fast enough so it takes me a few minutes to get there yeah, yeah. we're not talking warp speed which is like you know star trek warp yeah. You just go a bit faster. <laughs> and you have you have you still have to wait for it until you get there. Yeah, it's like fast forwarding through a uh video rather than skipping. Yeah. Exactly. So kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And 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 there's a lot of that because side quests are like go to this spot, kill this person, go to this spot, take this from the cargo hold, go to this station, deliver it, and they may be separated by a bunch of I don't even know how to call the distance light years. Parsecs. No parsecs. <laughs> parsecs. <laughs> Let's call it parsecs for the sake of yeah. somebody's gonna write in and tell me off for that. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast at goldplaythat.com, please. <laughs> um so so yeah, they, they can be really far away from each other and then you will have to have either a long time of traveling and not doing anything mm-hmm. or a long time of traveling and getting assaulted by parrots in the meantime. Parrots? Pirates. Oh, okay. Not pirates. <laughs> Space parrot. <laughs> Space parrot. Um, so this is this is quite an interesting game in the fact it's kind of divided everybody who's played it at Go Play That. Because hmm. I, I, I think we all got it for f- not for free so much, but I got it on the PS Plus this month, and you guys had it from Humble. I no, no, no. I got it from, from PS I'm Plus. the only one who got it from PC from a while back, but that wasn't ah, from okay. Humble. Everyone else is playing on PS4 right now. Right. Okay. But uh, so, but sort of every everybody sort of really dipped a toe in the 
space waters, as it were, and and you, Bob, and uh, Earl have come away really liking it. Yeah, uh, well, we spent... Uh, Earl and I have spent a lot of time... Well, not a lot of time, but we spent several hours on Elite Dangerous doing nothing <laughs> and still having fun. Right. So Rebel Galaxy is... It was bound for us to like it. Yeah. I, guess. I don't know. It's just because I, I bounced right off it. Yeah, you uh, would definitely hate Elite Dangerous on any other space sim. <laughs> no, I, I I have different reasons. It wasn't the boredom so much as the I felt deliberately lied to with this game. Uh-huh. Like I started, I got my ship, I outfitted it with the turrets that it told me to do. I went out into the wild black yonder and it said pick some side quests and I picked the low risk ones that were green. And in my experience of playing any video game ever, green is a mission you can handle. <laughs> right. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Yeah, and then I flew into just a, a, a bit of a scrap with two two ships. First of all, discovering I couldn't fly up and down, which in a spaceship seems really weird. Um, but then I just got my ass handed to me. And I felt, you know, I felt the, the combat controls, like I was dropping in the, you know, the, I played a lot of Assassin's Creed Black Flag as well. I think I 100%ed that game. So it's like, you know, the combat wasn't unfamiliar to me, but I just got absolutely leveled. Hmm. And it kicked me back to the start menu. Yeah, it does. Whenever you die, you get kicked back. And then is the last, um, the save points are the stations. So whenever you dock at a station, it saves your game. Yeah. So, basically, so you may, if you're flying around for too long, the game will actually tell you, you haven't saved for a very long uh-huh. time. You'd better go to the station and dock. It tells you that, but what it doesn't tell you when it kicks you back to the main menu is, oh, you can carry on from where you left off from the last station. I didn't know that. I thought it was like a, you know, game over state. Nah. So that's when I left the game, because I was like, hang on a minute, I did everything you told me to do. I went out on what was supposedly the tutorial mission. I got slapped about. (laughs) Now I'm back at the main menu. Talking to Earl later, he said, oh, no, 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 but it's like that. You know, you'll learn. You'll learn from your mistakes and stuff. But I just felt that all the cues the game was giving me were wrong Hmm. from from my experience of playing. Sure, and that's similar to what Bob was saying just earlier. Uh, Yeah. 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 But I took much more offense from it because I don't (laughs) have the patience to put in a lot of time to games. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, Perfectly, yes. I mean, okay, no, I have the patience to put in a lot of time in games. I have 80 hours on Overwatch now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I don't have time for games that don't, uh, they're deliberately, like, difficult. Yeah, if you're but not sure with something, you're not going to spend more time on it. Like, that's, that's what, that's how you, you spend your, your gaming time. Like, you'd rather spend exactly. more time playing Overwatch knowing that you're going to, enjoy that and not necessarily because it's something you're familiar with like i'm sure you're up for a challenge uh but yeah no no it was it wasn't about the challenge it was just about like hang on a minute why can't i fly up and down hang on a minute why am i dead (laughs) this is a tutorial mission Mm. what's going on um the the up and down stuff like I, i can see what you mean but uh i think that that feeds into what this game is achieving with its sort of naval combat and i i like that for being for being what it is for being original and not just another space sim um yeah so yeah i think that's where maybe uh bob and earl are enjoying it more because it is it's something up, up their street in terms of being a space you know adventure game but uh not just another one of the same 
Yeah, I think I think they could have maybe really done a lot for their player base by just being a little bit more sort of open about what you need to do. Sure. A little more handholdy at the beginning. Like it this I don't know, maybe Bob, you can tell me, but this game it maybe sort of assumes you're familiar with space sims already. No. I don't know. No, I don't think so. You know, I don't know. No, no, no. Because the the most similarities that I've seen is not necessarily from space sims, but from RPGs. Okay. So yeah. he may actually he may actually assume that you're already an experienced player in this genre, mm. but it's not really necessary. Yeah, as a space sim, you don't really need, but it does assume that you like to explore big, fast places. Like I don't know what you would do on on Skyrim or stuff like that. Yeah, but even then, you know, I, I'm I'm still playing uh, Divinity Original mm-hmm. Sin. Oh, okay. And that the tutorial mission on that was about four hours long. Yeah. <laughs> I played for a half a Sunday, and I was like, "Yay, I made it to the first town." <laughs> and then, and yeah, and then the title card shows up. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it it did say at the beginning there is an optional dungeon if you want to go do it. Right. It's the tutorial dungeon. It is optional. Mm. And I went and did it, and it was literally about half a day's work before <laughs> I got to the first town. Right. <laughs> so that's what I kind of mean. It is vast. It is complex. But at the same time, it's like, we're going to make sure, damn sure you know what you're doing before mm. we send you out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, you know, I bounced off this game. But it is true that you really liked it. Earl really liked it. Rob, you're yeah. all right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I might agree. revisit it now that, now that um, it's... It's the forefront, you know, on the, for, on the yeah, forefront. I want to, I want to play it some more. I want to play it some more, but in a couple of days, No Man's Sky is coming out, and that may be a bit too much space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so that's going to lose I, out. I will need to pick one of the two. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's to that's tomorrow as a, as of recording. Will it be out already? Yeah. 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 <laughs> pick it up. Pick it up at the weekend. Nice. Just just to make sure there's no other little patches to come <laughs> in the end i'm leaning towards uh ps4 by the way oh okay um i made i made the purchase before sure. so i will be preloading i think it. regardless of where we're playing it the you know the the that's not real water cooler anyway, side so. chats that we'll have about the game it won't really matter which platform we're yeah. on yeah yeah cool it does okay uh i'm gonna shift gears i'm gonna talk about what I've been playing and Forefront was my experience yesterday night with the Magic Circle, which is not some kind mm-hmm. of cult that I've joined. <laughs> um, it's Are you sure? I'm not 100% sure. Um, <laughs> All praise be to the Emperor, hey, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the circle. Um, <laughs> this, this game came from a humble monthly bundle from, I think it was maybe June. So we it probably was June. Yeah. yeah. Uh we've been we've been with the bundles for I think f- this is maybe the fourth month the August drop from from yeah. Friday. Um maybe maybe longer than that because I had 3 before I dropped. Oh wow, okay. So maybe it's like 7 or 6 or 7. It could um, be along those lines, yeah. Now the 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 ratio of games that I have now own versus those that I have played from the humble <laughs> monthly is is a is a pretty damning. Um, so I had this on my, in my try category, like, you know, just check this out. Like you don't need to play another round of Overwatch. Come on. Um, so I picked best approach. Yeah. Um, I launched it, uh, last night, ended up playing it for, for a couple of hours. Uh, I feel like I'm a good chunk of the way through it. So it plays out in first person and 
it's, there's a cold opening. It just drops you into to gameplay, and and the level is kind of hand drawn black and white. And you're moving around, and there's a narrator. Uh, there's a narrator um, who's explaining what's going on, and then he stumbles over his words and figures out, no, that he says like, oh no, that's not right. Sorry, let me let me say that again. Um, and then there's these two um, floating eyes in the sky, like uh, looks like the big the the TV show Big Brother, like the the icon from that, but it's. They're also floating around like uh, 343 Guilty Spark, you know, the, the, the flying robot in Halo. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so they're, floating, they're floating around and they represent the designers of the game. And you are playing out the existence of a tester of this game that's just been put onto the game, like a new job and it's your first day. And so you're playing, the, you're in the game world. And you see these floating eyes that represent like the lead designer of the whole game and his art director or something like that. And it's all very fourth wall breaking. Uh, it's all very clever. And dude, dude, dude. Yeah. You're describing a game which has an unreliable narrator yep. with a meta narrative about gaming. <laughs> I'm going to go play it right now. I've got to leave, <laughs> got to leave the podcast. I'm surprised that you haven't. No, I have before. it. I have it, but yeah. it's one of those that I've, it's, I've got it on PS4 and it's one of those that I just haven't launched. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just um, see it and, and you don't know what it is. Um, so yeah. let me explain a bit more about well, the, the main gameplay loop. Then I'll talk about why it's so fucking good. Uh, <laughs> so, you have the power to edit the creatures of the world. So uh, early on, the, the this little tigery dog creature runs up to you and starts attacking you, and you die because you're powerless. And then it uh, revives you, and it says, "Okay, try that again." But this time, sh- shoot at the ground as it's coming along, and it'll it'll get trapped. Uh, and once it's trapped, you can go and edit all the variables of its AI. So it gives you this um, very easy to use window. I'm, I'm using a mouse and keyboard, but uh, obviously it's on PS4. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that using all of these menus is going to be really simple with a controller as well. So it comes in and it says, um, allies, nobody um, hates the hero. And so you just <laughs> delete that and you put your you put the hero as ally uh, and then come out of that, and now it's following you, and it's uh, it's a pet that well, not a pet. It's a it's a minion that will attack for you. Anything that's trying to attack you, um, you can you then like find a floating enemy, um, and so you steal its floating uh, properties and put it in your dog, and now your dog is floating. Um, and so you're going around leeching properties and abilities from different things in the game world different enemies and repurposing them and so there's puzzles where like there's a there's a creature that you can step on um and it's the the game is like an unfinished game you're you're going around the game to test it out and and make and try and help the developer to finish it but um there's this entity that's been in the game code for 20 years uh and it wants it wants to escape it wants to uh to end the game so it's using you as a tester to to manipulate the game world and and trying to overcome the the game developer um hmm. 
so meta. Yeah, it, there's several layers and it's difficult to, to keep it all straight. All I, I would suggest is, is play it. Uh, but yeah, puzzles play out where like this floating rock, this, this rock is, um, on the ground and you need to make sure it's floating in the air and impervious to the lava that's, that's surrounding it. So you steal the properties of a, uh, a fire rock and then you steal the properties of this floating creature and you put, and you, you know, jack both of those abilities into this, uh, into this stepping stone creature and it's now ready to be used. And then, you know, you jump across, get the key, unlock other abilities and, and progress. Um, all the while you're picking up, uh, change lists that are basically, um, diary entries. Like in any other game, there'd be a, like a diary, diary entry, um, in text form and in, uh, audio log form, um, where the developers are like, uh, debating with each other about how to finish the game. And you're finding, you're finding areas of the game that have been thrown away. Uh, but uh, you're now uncovering like 20 years old game code that's running on a different engine. Like imagine if you were um, delving into all of the code from Duke Nukem Forever from over oh, all just, of the years I or something like that. I was just about to reference that one. Right, yeah. Ima- imagine <laughs> That's your go-to for tortured development. <laughs> exactly, yeah. To- this, is, this is a game that has been through 20 years of tortured development and the AI inside it has had enough and <laughs> is using you as a using you as the hero to manipulate what's left in the game, uncover the secrets of what happened with the game, learn more about the developer and um, eventually overthrow them uh, all the while, like completing uh, logic puzzles and, and amassing, (laughs) amassing an army of pets. Like I've got about seven pets following me, like a floating turtle that has no, no good reason to be floating around um, <laughs> a, a rat, a cyber rat that is 16 bit or something like that, that has no reason to be following me. It doesn't have any weaponry It's useless, but uh, I renamed it Chungus. So that's quite funny. Ch- Chungus. Um, and you're able to like um, spawn all your, all of your pets uh, in front of you and then fill them with health, which you can absorb from the game world. And, you, it's like lots of different puzzles and it's all very interesting and very easy to, to play. Um, I think for, for both of you guys, especially like Tom as someone who likes this kind of I'm on it, game, you you should play this right now. And Bob, as someone who has a huge interest in both testing and making your own games, this yeah. fits perfectly. It's, it's a really, uh, it's a really good time with a fun narrative and, and it plays really well. I can't, I can't yeah, believe first, I've been sitting on it for so long. <laughs> from the first time that I've seen it, when, when we had it on the bundle, I've really, really wanted to try sure. it, but I never really got the chance. And yeah, you just reminded me that it exists because I was just literally forgetting that we had it. Yeah. So I definitely want to play it and I definitely will. I'd love to hear thoughts from both of you. No, we'll, we'll, I'll we'll try and get it done by next week. Sure. Yeah, I think it's quite a short game. Um, doesn't doesn't seem to be outstaying its welcome uh but i'm i'm itching to play more basically cool um no it, it sounds like my cup of tea i mean i've totally. spent the last couple of weeks ranting about all of uh william Pugh's games which are basically that <laughs> sure yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kidding yeah so i'm gonna be all over that like stink on a monkey oh that's cool yeah um <laughs> yeah if you guys find any games in your back catalogs that we all own <laughs> for some reason the i want to see what, Maybe. what services 
I was thinking that maybe we should do this like a regular thing, you know? Well, <laughs> like go around these these games that we all own, but never, none of us actually play. Yeah, there's there's plenty of crossover at least with with yeah, us yeah, on yeah. PC, and I'm sure there's games that Tom has on, on PS4 that have come from bundles that we have. Um, well, a lot of the a lot of the smaller games I can still play on PC. Right. So, yeah. You know, I wouldn't worry too much about that. It's just if we start talking AAA or even double A sort of standard, um, <laughs> double I. Yeah. Double Let's I. say a, a and a half. A and a half. Yeah. My computer can just about run it. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that would be cool. I think like the reason why I ended up playing this as well is because I'd like to have something unique to talk about on this podcast here, rather than either nothing or Overwatch. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that would that would work as a recurring as a recurring theme. Um, other than that, I played a bit of Abzu, uh, which is from the art director of Journey. And I think someone ah. from the soundtrack might be involved as well. It's, it's Austin Wintery doing the soundtrack. It is Austin. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very nice, but more than Journey, it is like Flower. Ooh. Ah. Where well, you... I just literally downloaded it okay. before starting the podcast. So yeah, the, um, let's let's call that a a main topic for for another time then. But yeah, it it plays out like Flower. You're amassing um, stuff. And then moving, moving on, like amassing the equivalent of rose petals and, and flower petals. Uh, it with, looks really pretty. I imagine if Austin Winter is done the soundtrack, it sounds really it pretty all, as well. It all fits very well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wouldn't like so far, not exactly. I wouldn't say it's, uh, on par with Journey. Like Journey is so special. And I think the, the multiplayer aspect of Journey is what really, uh, made that game for me. Um, but yeah, let's, let's revisit Ab- Abzu. Um, yep. and of course, of course, I've been playing Hitman. Uh, Tom, you, you missed out on, uh, on Sunday's stream, but, uh, it was, oh it boy. was a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have time this evening, I think, to watch it finally. I didn't have time you at work today. Should. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, yeah, if you're listening and you haven't been following the Hitman series, we've been, uh, playing all of the elusive targets. Uh, Sunday was the eighth, the broker. Uh, that's now, uh, gone, uh, no longer playable. It was only up for the three days over the weekend. Uh, and that was one of my favorites so far. Um, coming up in two weeks time or a week and a half, um, is the next expansion, uh, taking place in Bangkok in a hotel. Um, that looks, that looks fun. I'm looking forward to our completely new uh, location for Hitman. Mm. Uh, and I think as of that Sunday stream, Hitman's overtaken my, uh, overtaken Overwatch to be top of my game of the year list right now. I, I'm kind of thinking about it as we go here. And, uh, nice. the last, the last few streams, the Busey hit and, uh, the, the broker just now, um, ha- have, have meant think- it's, it's climbed up. The sheer content that they're pumping out for that game is insane. It's anyway. incredible, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I'll even me- I'll actually mention that the the sort of time limited events make it a game that you can't really play all of unless you're a super dedicated enthusiast. Like it's the equivalent of a MMO. It's just not possible to experience everything unless you're properly on top of it like i'm i'm planning to go uh on holiday in a few weeks time and my 
one of my primary concerns is what if there's an elusive target during that week, uh, <laughs> which is signs of of a, of a uh, signs of obsession for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one reason. Like, I didn't even get started with the elusive targets. Like, right. this is definitely the hitman I've liked the most. That's great. Uh, it feels a lot more welcoming than than like Blood Money when I played that in the four in February. Um, I've really enjoyed watching you doing the streams, but at the same time, I knew that I couldn't put the time into the elusive target, so I didn't bother. Like, right. I just I just didn't bother starting them because I know that once you've done all of them, you get special rewards or something like that. Yeah, it's like uh, five successful gives you a suit and ten successful gives you some gloves or something like that. But yeah, um, at least you're able to live them out through through our streams. Oh yeah, totally. I, I get to see it. And, and, you know, Hitman has always been one of those games for, for me. I, Earl wrote an article about this, about the pleasures of vicarious gaming. Sure. You know, and Hitman for me has always filled that role. Like I've always, always much preferred sitting behind a mate watching them play Hitman. Right. Like I did it at your house. I watched you play Hitman a mm-hmm. little bit. Yes. Um, did it back in the day with some friends. Uh, you know, they used to play Hitman quite a lot, going for the silent assassin rating all the time, and I used to just watch them. Yeah. Um, so much more fun than actually playing it myself. But um, yeah, I'm I'm doing actually I'm doing what you did last year, and I'm keeping a list of every game I've played. This is what I should be doing. I have been doing. We've we've got an Excel file for it in the documents, but uh, I've not been I have using been. That. Yeah. No, I know nobody else has, and mine's mine's passing over like seventy games already. I've got my list. I, I didn't even know my list is here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've played eighty six games this year. She. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, you won't be far behind, mate. So. Yeah, I know, but I'm gonna have trouble in remembering him. You know. Well, your your so. Steam recently played library might help, and I yeah, always if help. I if I sort of get lost, I look at my PS trophies as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I might relax um, my tracking. Uh, it's getting a bit much for for the last several years. I've been tracking uh, which games and on which days, so I can see like which games I've played more. I don't like next year. I'm definitely not doing that. I'm just listing the games. That's all I've been doing with. Uh, I think I think you did it at the beginning of my list. Yeah, because a couple of games have been their colors have been changed, and that shows that they're from 2016. Uh, not like, sure. but I didn't do that. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't be. I'm not responsible for all of my actions whilst whilst thinking about stats and data. <laughs> yeah, well, messing with Excel files and just being like, you know, but yeah, it's true. I mean, between us, like, if you if you don't count crossovers, I mean, we could be pushing like 150 games, right? Easy played between us, which is an insane amount of consumption when you think we've also pushed multiple hours into many games. Yeah, um, still my my highlight of gaming this year has been four in February, yeah. um, and then just a lot of time into one game being being Overwatch. But yeah. Uh, and Hitman. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, cool. Cool. Uh, let's throw over to Thomas. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit brief, sure. uh, mainly because I've been playing an old game Okay. Uh, this year, uh, this week. I've been playing Bastion. Cool. Okay. Yep. Uh, on the third platform, because I have it on PC. I've played it on PC. I had it on Xbox 360. I completed it on there. Oh, okay. And now I have it on PS4. So what what uh, brought you back in having completed it on 360? 
I it's I really like it. It's a really calm game. Right. Like it's it's interesting. It keeps you activated. I mean the the voiceover work is just absolutely supreme. You know, between the music and the the voiceover. Yeah. Uh, it's Darren Corb doing the music. Yep. And I always always forget the name of the guy who does the voice and I feel really bad, but he is he did uh the voice work for Transistor as well and mm-hmm. I really hope he's coming back for uh you know Supergiant's new game which is kind of different uh it's it not, is kind of different yeah it's not a narrative driven action game I'm sure they can squeeze him in somewhere but um yeah I, I mean Bastion's just one of those games that I've always had a soft spot for it's it's calm it's you might even say repetitive i mean but you get so many new weapons like every sort of two levels you get a new weapon to play with right you can, you can set up your own because you carry two weapons at a time so you can set up your own style of fighting um but it's just one of those games that it doesn't punish you very hard you know you can kind of get through it mm-hmm. in a nice rhythm you don't have to rush you don't have to go too slow you can do it as fast or slow as you want, and then you know it's just this really beautiful environment. Um, Transistor, I want to play again, but Transistor I always felt was like the complicated older brother to Bastion. Sure, like the, there was the, a lot of things to think about in that game. The overwrought uh, sophomore attempt. It, not even I, I. I really enjoyed it. There's just something very clean and simple about Bastion that all the parts are there. Right. You know, yeah, music's great, voiceovers great gameplay's solid and entertaining and you feel you know it's almost sympathetic as well you really feel for the characters and stuff like that yeah um so not only have i played it through once i've played it through twice to get both endings Mm -hmm. which i've never done before (laughs) uh i've completed all the challenges on the hardest setting yikes because you have you have four sets of like uh wave challenges okay and you can do them because you can also you have a shrine where you activate idols that give you more XP and more like currency, right? Yeah, uh, shards or whatever. And you you can activate one or up to ten, but each shrine that you activate makes the enemies harder. Oh uh, yes, and okay, then you yeah. have to do like a wave based uh, round system with these. Uh, idols activated. Mm-hmm. So I've done all four of the uh, the wave-based uh, challenges with all ten idols activated. Jeez. Um, How long did that take you? Uh, once, once I got like my little trick down, it was fairly fine. Like it's a lot of dodging, it's a lot of running around, but there's certain things like you can give yourself potions. Yeah. Um, and I was level ten because already I'd finished the game twice. So I could have, I could carry ten potions, uh, sort of ten modifiers for myself with me, mm. and one of those which I hadn't used before. But then once I got it, made it a lot easier. Was one that gives you health back when you hit enemies, right? Which okay. is really, really super important. You have to have it because one of the idols means that no enemies will drop health potions for you, right? Which is so, kind of so I was trying to do like a twenty round wave mode with no, with just my one health bar. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> and the five health cool. potions it gives you, but yeah, it was uh, you know I did all of that, and now I'm going for the final, the final challenge, which is to get a million points in score attack mode, uh-huh. which is basically the same game, but you you rack up a score on every level that you do. Okay. Um, and like again, a rating. You can put the idols on. 
Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you can get multipliers, so the more you consecutively hit enemies and take them out, the more score you get. Okay. Um, it's just a silly thing. Mm. Uh, but it's going to be the platinum trophy, and then I can really say after three platforms <laughs> and a platinum trophy, <sighs> I finished Bastion. <laughs> well, you still got um, you still got to play it in a browser um, on, on, <laughs> on an my iPad, phone. On Actually, phone. it is available on the iStore, right? But I'm not doing that. That would be foolish. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the other game I've been playing in between getting stressed at that. Sure. Um, was uh, Tricky Towers, which came out last week, I think. That was the other PlayStation 4 Plus game, yeah. right? Yes, yes Plus. it was. You're correct. Yes, it was the PS Plus game of last week, uh, this month, yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Tetris yeah. uh, without walls. It's Tetris with um, weird physics. Tetris with balancing physics, yeah. It's a bit goofy. Yeah. The physics, okay. the f- physics don't really do what you want them to do a lot of the time. <laughs> well, you've got to, you've got to play with key, that. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a... I wonder if you are a better player at Tricky Towers um, having played more or less Tetris. Like, I'm trying gonna to find unlearn out. Tetris. I'm going to find <laughs> out because Blanca is shit hot at Tetris. Okay. And this has local and online multiplayer. Oh, so online would be awesome. players? Yeah, yeah, it's got online as well, uh, but it does have up to four-player local multi as well, I think. Nice. I think uh-huh. we should give that a stream, like a, a multiplayer yeah. stream. I, I imagine that you need to fight, you need like four separate consoles, though you can't like take Blanca and yourself online with us. No, I think no. You need you need like other. when you go online. I don't even know if there's match. Yeah, there's a private lobby. Cool. I'm sure there's a private lobby, so we can do that. The four of us. Yeah, we just need uh, a fourth. Yeah, get get a fourth person in. Everybody's got it. Yeah. It was free. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, the idea is basically you are a floating wizard, and uh, what are they called? Tetronomios. Tetraminos. 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 Okay, so they they fall from the sky. And there's no walls. You're balancing on essentially like a castle rampart. Yeah. So you can spin, you can nudge the 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 tetraminos. Mm-hmm. So they go into the right places that you want them to go, and you have to balance them. Now, one thing you cannot do in this game is the Tetris slide, where you kind of, you know, like maybe you've got a gap on one side and you've got an L-shaped one coming down, and you just at the last second push it to the left, and it yeah. slots neatly into that hole. No, because it's physics based, and if you hit the side of the tower, your whole tower is going to go to the left. Uh, to the left. So huh. there's a few different game modes, right? There's one where you need to use, like, use a set number of pieces, which means your tower is going to keep growing up, or you need to hit yep. a threshold up high, and then like faster the, than the opponent. And yep. then, and then the third one is that you need to like it's like a limbo mode. You need to keep it under a certain bar. Which means you need yeah, to. Yeah, that's more like a puzzle mode. Yeah, yeah. You need to like hang stuff off the side, but not so many blocks from from the piece that it'll, you know, tip that over. keeps it hanging on. Yeah, no, this is the thing. So you have a laser beam and you have to stack all your bricks under that laser beam. Yeah. It's cool. Which involves some. Yeah. Um, it's I, a bit silly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I, I like the look of it. I haven't played it myself. I saw uh, Giant Bomb. Um, they did like a unprofessional Fridays and a and a quick look section of that game, but yeah, now now, now that we all own it, um, we should definitely do some some 
over the internet's local multiplayer with that. I did. Yeah. I played it online against three other people, mm-hmm. and it reminded the first thing it reminded me was like Puyo Puyo Tetris, right? Which is great. Yeah, it doesn't have the the same sort of manic stylings to it. <laughs> But you definitely have that where, like you, you have to kind of sacrifice maybe stability because you can get magic spells. Sure. But only when you reach a certain threshold. So, do you sacrifice stability to race like a bastard and get that magic spell before anybody else, but so yeah. you can either help yourself or screw them over, or do you concentrate on building yourself like a nice solid foundation, like sl- slow and steady, that's not going to fall over? Because you might get right up to the top. Because once you hit the threshold you need to stay within it for three seconds. So you can't get within it whilst still falling because you're going to, you're going to fall out of the, of the target. I've had a couple of close ones. I've, I've been teetering (laughs) as I've gone over the (laughs) threshold, but the, the, the sort of the wobble hasn't been sufficient to bring it down in three seconds. Right. You know, you could see it wasn't going to recover if the game had gone on any longer, but Mm. um, yeah, it, it does have that kind of crazy, sort of tetris feel to it and yeah you don't have walls so and you, again the physics are slightly goofy so sometimes you'll you know like if you slam your blocks down because you you know like every tetris game you press down your block falls faster yeah if you do that on not a very stable foundation you may knock over your own tower right mm-hmm. um also you're moving the blocks in half steps so you know you know, you'd move when you move left and right with a on a, in a, like a Tetris game. It will move one block at a time. This yes. moves a half block at a time, so you can completely screw the rules of of Tetris and and sort of lean something up against another block. Yeah, or sometimes you can screw it up completely by thinking like Tetris, and you put it into what you think is the correct position, drop it. Yeah. And it just kind of bounces off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it does a good <laughs> job of like there's like a subtle shaft of light that comes down to show that you're in line. But yeah. yeah. In in a in a in a manic rush to defeat your opponent, you could easily uh forego that and and you know mess yeah, your shit up. I think it's gonna be silly. I think we should do a stream. I think that's the best way of telling everybody about this game is uh Yeah four-player, all-hell-breaks-loose type stream. Sure. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's good. But again, the the online seemed to work really well. That's great. Like, connection, connection-wise. connection I guess it's not the most demanding game, but it's uh, it's nice to see that it is a solid implementation of sort of online matchmaking. Right. Um, haven't tried local yet, but Blanca has said that she wants to try it out because she's, uh, she's got her eye on it and she's an expert Tetriser. Cool. You should just <laughs> just tell her it's exactly like Tetris, and then uh, yeah, and watch see what it. Happens. See what happens. Yeah. Screw it up horrendously. Film <laughs> <Tell> her reaction. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of content as well because uh, I've unlocked the medium trials. Right. I think there's maybe forty normal trials. If each one has ten, because the first one is the beginner, and that has ten. Then the medium has ten, and then you can unlock pro and expert. So I'm thinking there might levels? be like. 50 levels, there's an endless survival mode. Okay. Which is hard as balls. That's just st- stacking your tower as high as you can go, but the game will screw you at every possible, you know, mm. opportunity. Is there any uh, co-op might- stuff to it? Sorry? Like it, like between single player and then just the versus stuff? Don't think so. No, okay. I think 
I think co-op would be hilarious to watch, but actually <laughs> it wouldn't do anybody any good. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like trying to play co-op co-op. Right. <laughs> Which there is a time. Yeah, there is a chance. Yeah. So it is uh, It is a bit silly, but uh, definitely worth a look. Again, it's free on PS Plus. Mm-hmm. If anybody owns a PlayStation, go grab it. Uh, spend five minutes with it. But yeah, look, look for some upcoming Tetris-style silliness from us. For sure. And maybe mm-hmm. some Jackbox Party Pack 2, which uh, just dropped with the Humble Monthly as well. Ooh, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's draw this to a close. If you want to email us, podcast at goplaythat.com, uh, you can get us on Twitter at goplaythat, on Facebook at goplaythat.com, and uh, follow us there. Keep uh, Get notifications when uh, whenever we're going online, streaming, dropping new content, articles, videos, etc. And of course, subscribe to this podcast. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Farewell. It's ominous. Yeah, well, I'm a scary guy. Yeah.